Welcome, friends, to Tanked Up, the podcast all about video games and beer. I'm one of your hosts, Ben, here with Lucy. Hi, Ben. Hey. Hey. It's Friday. It is Friday, I know. A, a, a shift in day to record just because the, the week is busy. Um, mm-hmm. Did I say what episode it, it is? is? 377. There we go. Um, it's a date. I've started dating the episodes over on the YouTube and on our podcast pages as well. So I imagine they appear in the um, podcast description only because mm. previously you know when we've just I've just l- set up the last four episodes up onto uh, to go up onto podcasts and I think it's probably a good idea to put some kind of date on there we're like this new game that's come <laughs> out and they're like that that's like four weeks old what are you talking about yeah uh, yeah. So, yeah well we can't keep up I know, it's I know. It is. Days, it you is. know? Like, came out what this week sometime yep. and like, okay I, I won't get to that game uh ever probably um i know i know and i i, I mean i haven't even like seen any reactions reviews to it i don't know what the temperature is mm-hmm. I, I don't think it matters because it's like yeah it's gonna do well irrelevant I mean, of, of reviews yeah. and, and the, the kind of the initial discussions and things um, yeah, but yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I it's mean, one of those that people will just—it's too much of a black hole for anyone to like survive. It's mm-hmm. it's draw, it's gravity, it's pull. Absolutely. So it's just like yeah, people will just buy it. So I am uh, not going to talk about it. Uh, I might talk about <laughs> it next week. Uh, but I've been oh. I've been playing a um, another space game. Yeah, No Man's Sky. I saw yeah, it on your, um, yeah. <laughs> on your Discord. Uh, oh, I've been pla- oh, it, oh, oh yeah, it's got PlayStation games, doesn't it? Mm, mm, it does. Yeah, yes. Sorry, man. Yeah. yeah. Presumably you're playing it on PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I I thought with with um, Starfield kind of around the corner, I'm like, oh, maybe I'll dip back into it just to see what it's mm-hmm. like. And they put a big release out, um, which changes a bunch of stuff. Um, and like I say, I'll I'll, I'll um I'll talk about it properly next week. But it is consuming a lot yeah. of my time. Um, oh, that's good. So that's yeah, good. yeah. Um, I found something that's keeping you in. Yeah, absolutely. Only only a game from like 2016, yeah, 17, something like that, maybe. Does it matter? Uh, no, it? absolutely. That seems not. like the other day, but it seems like so far away at the same time. <laughs> just like space continuum, just like. Yeah. Don't understand it. Yeah. Um, mm. I'm going to talk about a, a more recent game. This evening, I mean, not that recent. It's, it's still still over a month old now. Um, something <laughs> that's that half the press. Something for should us, have spoken about a little while ago. <laughs> uh, but should we open some beers first? Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good. Um, okay, I am going to drink a beer from Wylam um, in dedication to Adol, who isn't in that part of the country at the moment because he's over in Canada still. <laughs> um, it's an IPA. It's called Envy, not the Light. Uh, there mm-hmm. is. No flavour text, which is pretty standard for Wylam, but it's 6.2% and it tells me that it's got Citra, Mosaic and Simcoe in it. Haven't they uh, put out some new cans or is it like... Oh, sorry. Wylam. I was thinking of Wiper and Chew. Ah. Um, Bristol. You cans. Um, Or or maybe just redesigns or something. Um, right yeah, they've started. Maybe. So a lot of the a lot of the wiper and true cans used to just mm-hmm. be a um, like an image. Yeah, a symbol. I mean, they're still that. Whether but it's it, a, it just looks a bit 
Yes, nicer. they are. <laughs> and it either was like a moth or an elephant, elephant or a wolf, or a, bo- or a hot air balloon. Air yeah. balloon yeah. And it was, it was. I really like their design. A gold image on a white can, and they have expanded mm-hmm. on that a lot more now. So the yeah, like images, like red and blue. Yeah, they've changed the color of the images like that, yeah. themselves. Um, they brought mm-hmm. in a lot more kind of iconography and, and that sort of stuff, uh, changing that up slightly. So they used to almost be a bit of a theme to the more, from what I remember. There was a bit of a theme kind of uh, uh, to them. Um, and obviously certain beers have, you know, that image associated with them. Um, and, you know, the, the the elephant is associated with a specific beer. The, the hot air balloon is associated with like amber ales and stuff like that. So, um, but yes, they have been, been, been playing with that a little bit, yeah. uh, which is good yeah. to see. Uh, but not, not tonight, it's Wylam, um, <laughs> yes. with a, uh, yeah, a bit of a, Odd can, but I like it nonetheless. Uh, it's very eye-catching mm. in the fridge when I saw it. So, uh, yeah, I haven't had a beer from them for a while, so I thought I'd grab it. Uh, yeah. I will pour. What are you drinking, Lucy? Well, I, I, we're at Code Red, Ben. Oh, no. The, the stock supplies, have, they've dried up. <laughs> they've dried up. Um, so, we're going back to the non-alcoholic beer. Because... <laughs> Well, predictably, that is literally all that's left. The ones at the very bottom of the uh, <laughs> container, the bin that I have for the beers. Mm. But they sink to the bottom. Absolutely. For obvious it reasons. Makes sense, yes. Um, but it is a Brulo one. Um, okay. I can't, can't remember if I've had this one on here. I don't think I have. Um, it is the 7 Hop 7 Grain uh, Double Dry Hopped IPA. Nice. If you can see that. Thanks mm. Shadow. Um, obviously, 0.0%. Uh, it has some flavour text. Oh, God. White text on a dark green background, which you think would be easy to read, but there we go. Nah. Okay. But now, <laughs> maybe, maybe I need bifocal. Anyway. Oh, oh, it's only short, anyway. Um, seven grain IPA, double dry hopped with Nelson, Sovin, Sabro, Simcoe, Azaka, Citra, Columbus, and Mosaic. Nice. That's a lot. So the, that's a seven. Yep. Uh, that is it. That's a lot of hops, yeah. Mm. It, I mean, it better be as flavor uh, as flavorsome as the one that I had uh, last week. Um, you know, all these hops thrown into it, so here's hoping. Let's see. Um, how many Brulos have you had? Is it like the, the rain, not how many in, in, in total, but uh, yeah. different beers? Because I had the uh, kind of like the, the, the blue one, the standard one that they throw into the yes. supermarket yes. A, a couple of days ago. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I think that was 0.5%. Yeah, yeah, because I was surprised it says 0.0 because usually they just have to put a percentage on it, normally, normally 0.5, just in case, you mm. know. Um, I thought that was like a kind of a legal thing, but this one says 0.0%, so maybe it just truly is water. (laughs) 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 Uh, But in terms of the different ones that I've had, yeah, I've had the the standard blue one, I had the one last week. Mm. This one, I think I saw this one on their website um, last, when I was looking it up, um, their site up last week. Uh, so I think this 
is it a standing one? I'll double check, but I think, well, that would mean three. So I think maybe four. It's either just these three or four. Okay. Um, I, I mean, we'd have to go back into the, the annals of history to see what the other one was. And obviously, but, that's only ones you've drunk on the podcast as well, you know. Yeah, to, yeah. To search through um, that we don't use anything like uh, uh, Untapped or anything as much uh, anymore, if at no, all. No, not these days. Um, which I, which I should because I think I logged on logged the one last week because it's like I, I like to remember. Yeah, you know, um, I just use it. It's not even a social tool tool for me. It's just like a memory bank. Mm. <laughs> so, but um, but yeah, like if I ever see a new one, I'll I'll pick it up because it's like. I think I think they're the, for me they're the best ones that I've tasted. So. Yeah, I, when we were doing um, many many months ago, now that dry January, uh, I think mm-hmm. at the time something like uh, I can't remember which one I preferred, but like Lucky Saint was was high up on that on that list. Uh, the mm-hmm. the lager or uh, is it a lager? Is it a, well, it's a, it is a lager, but is it a pilsner? I can't remember exactly what style of lager it is. Um, but that was always quite good. Whereas when I had it at the weekend, because um, I had a few uh, alcohol-free beers at the weekend, because uh, Kim is doing a bit of a dry stint, so I sort of mm-hmm. in solidarity didn't drink anything. Um, the Lucky Saint wasn't tasting great. Uh, the, 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 She's the, not doing a nine-month dry stint, is she? No, no absolutely <laughs> fucking not. Um, Thirty days. She's doing thirty days. Okay. Um, just, just checking. <laughs> no, I think I'd have. Uh, you, you won't see me for months. I think if uh, if that had happened, if ever again. Ben's um, so, gone to live in a cave. Yes, I've d- d- disappeared. I'll be. Uh, you'll see a kangaroo bouncing behind me in a window or something. Um, if that it was the if that was the case. But uh, yeah, the lucky say didn't taste. Great. It was a. It was mm-hmm. a bit too bitter. Uh, um, not in a nice kind of way. Didn't flow well yeah. with the rest of the beer. It was kind of you know just the residing sort of flavour. Whereas the Brutalo was tasting really good. Uh, so yeah, yeah. I think it, you know you would imagine something like Lucky Saint is is you know pretty good at its uh, uh, you know maintaining the quality of its batches. So I don't know whether it's just an old mm-hmm. an old bottle or, or something that didn't quite um, sit well. But Brulo just seem almost every time just to be very, very good quality. Yeah. Yeah, for me. Mm. I think so. But what about the one beer that has alcohol in mm. it? How's the Wylam? It's it's so incredibly light. Um it's it's even it's not even quite straw colour. It's even lighter than that. Um very, very pale. It is an IPA rather than a rather than a pale. Uh, pulled with a little bit of head, which has has gone quite quickly and just left a uh, little smattering at the at the top. Um, the nose was really light. A little bit of fruit, but not much on there at all. Maybe, mm. maybe something like uh, uh, like maybe not even honeydew melon. But something like really light, like a really light sort of melon flavor. So that slight mm-hmm. sweetness, but not much else. But the flavor is very different to the to the to the nose, and it's lovely and wet. Mm-hmm. But you get that almost slightly more ripe flavor. 
So a little bit of earthiness. You know, it doesn't ha quite have that same sort of sweetness. It's got a bit of a refreshing wetness to it. So it would be quite nice in the middle of a, a hot afternoon because it has that lovely initial kind of refreshing taste to it. But the flavour then just pulls and becomes a touch bitter and a little bit earthy. And I think it's much more... Maybe kind of edging towards grapefruit a tiny bit. Not, not quite full-on grapefruit. There's a couple of flavours in there that are kind of pulling it back. Whether that is a bit more sort of like honeydew melon or, or something like that. That's just pulling slightly. But it has that, as I say, that earthy kind of bitterness to it. Which, again, is it isn't the, you know, going to modern double IPAs and being sort of a bit more vegetal. But it's, it's getting towards that. It's kind of a, a, almost a half step in that sort mm -hmm. of direction, which just gives it a bit more of a, I suppose, like I say, maybe just that, that kind of earthy flavour to it, which doesn't really, it, it seems like a generic term. It doesn't kind of sit anywhere almost. It's just like, oh, there's a bit of bitterness. It's not really it's kind of piney. The, it's not sort of limbo. smoky. It's not a fruit of, of kind of any kind that I can pick up on. Um, so it's very almost a bit middling, I would say, as an initial okay. kind of flavor. Yeah. Um, there's nothing massive jumping out of me. There's nothing kind of crazy going on with it. Um, you know, it's maintaining the same kind of flavor. The first couple of sips are the same as the, the last couple of sips. Um, but there's nothing massive going on. I will see how that changes as my palate uh, acclimatizes to it. Yeah, okay. Hopefully uh, it picks up. Mm. My beer mm. is quite flavoursome. Mm -hmm. It's got, got quite a fair bit going on for a non-alcoholic beer. Well, um, there's a lot in there. <laughs> that there is. Mm. Um, and it is one of their, uh, at least for now, mainstays on their website. Mm -hmm. so. Okay. Very thin. It looks really thin. Yeah, yeah, but it's surprisingly, it has a decent amount of body. It doesn't it doesn't taste as light as it looks. Okay. Um, I'd say um, I don't think it's as crisp and refreshing as the one I had last week. Mm. This one's um, well, to be fair, the one last week it, it wasn't overly like carbonated or hoppy or anything. It was still slightly smooth. I think what's taken away a bit of refreshingness uh, from this one is it's quite bitter. Mm -hmm. um, what is that? Is that something that I need to be? You've been invaded by wary of. small creatures. I think I have. Yeah. I might have to pause it here for a second <laughs> whilst I investigate. Give me a second. Go on, investigate. <laughs> for those of you watching the stream, I run an ad. For those of you listening to the podcast, we'll yeah, be back and instantly. Can, um... <laughs> and you can uh, vamp to the people mm. about No Man's Sky. Oh, yeah, we'll be back. Yeah, rather than that, I could just vamp about No Man's Sky, couldn't I? You get your bug. Yeah, and I'll, do that. And I'll talk about other bugs. Um, okay. Yeah, No Man's Sky. It's it's uh, kind of I don't know. Because I haven't kept up with the state of the game. I haven't played it through for a while. 
Um, I, I think I probably dropped it within the first after nine months after release, maybe. Um, stuck around for a little bit of the game. Um, but it's just kind of grabbed me in a way nothing else sort of has recently. Um, especially in that sort of survival space. Uh, not that I play a huge amount of survival games, and, and No Man's Sky isn't kind of that much of a survival game. It has survival mechanics to it, but it's not maybe the main uh, thrust of the game. The main thrust of the game is, is still very much the idea of cataloging, um, going around planets uh, and discovering new spaces within this universe, this pre-generated, or, or, or uh, maybe it's not pre-generated, it would be insane if it was pre-generated, to be fair, because it is massive. But every time you go to a new system, I think that's when it... If no one's been there before, when it then generates what's going on kind of within that system. So load times on the PS4 are quite lengthy. Uh, again, absolutely fine. I've got no problem with that. It's about space travel and moving between celestial bodies. And some of that takes a very long time to do it. You know, you, you might be a minute away, even using the sort of the warp capabilities of the ship that you've got. Um, from moving from the planet that you're on to either a space station or another planet or a moon within that same system. Uh, but it's kind of grabbed me because of the extra bits that I didn't experience in the kind of the initial run of the game. So there's things like missions now. Um, if you have uh, raised your standing with certain factions and the other races in the game, then you can do missions for them. Uh, it introduces base building really early on. So that's a... A really good first step into getting you set up. One of the things, not that I didn't like about No Man's Sky, but I think it was a little bit difficult to pick up as a as a sort of a newcomer. You know, especially if you'd been playing it kind of and you picked it up six months after it had released, and all of the guides and discourse around it had died down. You pick it up and you're like, well, where where do I start? Sure, it's told me a couple of things, but actually I'm kind of let loose in this universe. Not even let loose on this world or on this island or on this continent. Let loose in this universe. And I have to kind of figure things out. Whereas it tutorializes things a little bit more now, including that bit of base building, uh, which kind of gets you set up and then lets go of your hand and says, now have at it. You've always got this space to come back to. You know, we've taken you through those steps. Um, you don't have to run through that tutorial, say, on the first planet that you're generated on, you know, the, the planet that you are spawned on when you start a new character. Um, you could do a couple of bits and then pop about and say, actually, this is a much nicer environment. It's a bit more hospitable. Don't have freezing um, temperatures that I have to manage and, and you know, work out those survival mechanics. Uh, and now this is where I'm now going to kind of build my base. It still gives you that freedom. You don't have to do those tutorials. You don't have to build the base. But it was nice to have a bit of a handhold before coming back uh, and being let loose kind of on the world. And it, it's familiar as well. So having played it previously, a lot of the stuff uh, uh, very quickly came back to me. You know, the difference between sort of mining and... Um, what they now have is, is kind of land manipulation, almost, where you uh, you know you're using your kind of your uh, multi tool, as they call it, to either kind of shoot enemies or 
gather materials and now it's lent more into having other parts of that multi-tool which do specific things like mining and and all of that sort of stuff which i think was in the original release but it feels more expansive now as a game than it did when it kind of uh, originally came out um i don't know how many hours into it i am i have played a reasonable amount uh, but mm-hmm. because i am going to a planet and i am cataloging and i am saying there's seven creatures on this planet <laughs> and i get a, a, a big uh, if i find all seven i catalog all seven i get a nice bonus um, to that rather than just uploading the six that I found or, or something. So I'm spending my time actually cataloging rather than being like, right, I've got to race to the center of the universe to, to do all of that sort of stuff and and or experience the story as it's trying to sort of take me through. I'm kind of going, cool, the story wants me to go somewhere on this planet. Let's spend some time here, catalog a little bit, bop about, find the settlements, learn some of the alien languages, do all of those kinds of things that were still available in that in the first release of the game i'm mm-hmm. just not being pushed necessarily along by the, the story but it's there for me to have a thread to run through with as well so the, the 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 kind of the base game is still as it was it's just now got something to kind of push you forward a little bit with um so yeah it's it's, it's so easy to play with kids there's there's nothing there's nothing yeah. in yeah. that game that can be misconstrued or you know you can you can kill animals you can kill characters you can shoot characters you can shoot pirates you can shoot ships you can do that kind of stuff but there's no blood no nothing screams no. in pain really it, you know it, <laughs> it's, it's still not, quite cartoon absolutely yeah. absolutely it really is um so it it's very easy to just be able to to put on whilst the kids are kind of playing or doing something sort of first thing i, was, I played it at like half five this morning um, when the youngest was like, I'm awake because my teeth are absolutely doing my head in, so get up, please. And I'm like, fine, <laughs> go downstairs. Put no mask on. Again, I just bopped about the planet I was on, cataloging stuff and picking up things, you know, scanning the environment and going, oh, cool, there's a, a relic over there. I'll go and pick that up. Or there's a, a, a pillar here and I can go and learn a new word in, in the language of the um, kind of predominant race on this um, planet sort of thing. So, you know, it, it, it offers that level of exploration. But it's very much just just do it kind of at your own pace. You could rush around it as much as you want. You could go, cool, this mineral is on this planet. I will mine it to the nth mm-hmm. degree. And then this planet buy it for like an extra 10% on top of galactic you know, uh, uh, prices. So I can do that kind of trade route thing with it. But I'm just like, nah, just take some photos and fucking bop about a bit. Right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, in, in the editing, I think you should uh, beep every time you say No Man's Sky. And just say Starfield. <laughs> and just say, yeah, <laughs> Starfield impression. Just it, it, later, I, I'll, I'll come back to, to Audacity and I'll just go, Starfield. And just insert that every <laughs> single uh, time yeah. I say it. Absolutely. Um, like, uh like the poochie episode (laughs) (laughs) that's exactly i I mean jesus christ how much time do i have um not that much time no Um, no. let's talk about some other games i assume the the Mm -hmm. crisis is averted uh battle stations yes i I live to tell yeah i live to tell the tale um yeah let me just quickly uh round up my thoughts on the beer oh yes yeah yeah, yeah. um 
Yeah, uh, I was going to say it's it's not it doesn't feel as refreshing as last week's because of um, there's quite a bitterness to it. Mm, okay. Um, sort of like a bitterness that you get like from the pith of a fruit. Mm. Um, not it's not harsh bitterness. It's not like you know harsh acridity to it or anything like that, but. It's yeah, it's it's rather bitter. Well, when you put seven hops in it, I mean, <laughs> you are going to get quite a bit of bitterness, presumably. So, um, but yeah, it's nice and fruity. Got like a nice lychee guava kind of smell mm. to it. Um, picking up those notes in the taste as well. But yeah, it's decent. Um, it's pretty, yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Um, no complaints. Um, Maybe it was because last week I hadn't had an alcohol-free beer in ages, so it very much impressed me. But yeah. maybe this isn't floating my boat as much as last week's, but it's still, it's still, it's still pretty good. I mean, you know, considering I've run out of beer and it's code red, um, <laughs> it could be complete nuclear meltdown if it wasn't for something which is as decent as this. So. Mm, mm. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Good. Should we talk about some games yeah. then? I yeah, suppose. games. Um, more games. Yeah, uh, I think mm. we've probably both got a recentish game to to talk about. Lucy, do you want to do you want to jump in know. first? As I've just tore yeah. our listeners' ears off about uh, Starfield. Uh, <laughs> there's, there's the sound. <laughs> um. Um, I oh, I'll talk about the hottest one of the press, um, which is the new DLC for. Ah. The case of the Golden Idol, yeah. which um, came out was it only yesterday that it came out, um, and I finished today. <laughs> so, um, What's this one called? The Lemurian Vampire. Oh, which will make sense if you've played the rest of the game and the and the lore and um, Lemurian is like uh, the race of these people. Mm-hmm. Um, we're centered on this island or something like that. Um, yeah, it's uh, it, it ties in with the other DLC. Um, it like picks up like um, chronologically after that one, mm-hmm. which are both a prequel to the main game. I was, I was going to so, ask when is this mm-hmm. set? Yeah, it's set in the middle <laughs> of all three. Right. <laughs> so you've got the first DLC. Then the second DLC, then the main game in chronological order, uh-huh. but in playing order, you'd go the main game DLC one, DLC two. Right. And um, it's the last DLC they're putting out. Um, oh, okay. Um, so, or at least I think that's what someone on Steam community tab said. Right. But um, yeah, which is a shame because I, I, you know, I could have. I could have had a few, you know, a new one of these every few months, but it makes sense. I mean, DLC, the attach rate for DLC and like people playing DLC is nowhere near as much as, you know, games would get if they just released a sequel. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, I'd be more than happy with a sequel if they put that in, you know, a year's time or two years' time. So, um, yeah, it's just been a nice little treat. Uh, I had a bug in it. So, because um, I. I was like, how come this isn't doing the thing? Because it was like um, putting these like kind of pictograms and you had to put them like in order. And one of them are duplicated. Right. Instead of 
um, having a completely different image in it, and I was like, where does this one go? It doesn't make sense. So, um, but yeah, just closing the game and opening it again. Uh, I think it, Steam did a quick little update, so nice. that okay. was resolved. But that added probably another hour to my playtime, because I was like, I don't want to look at the guide, I don't want to look at the guide, and <laughs> eventually I, I just peeked at something on, on, on Steam, because somebody's already got a walkthrough out, because, wow. you know, people are great. Um, and yeah, so I was like, okay, something bugged out here, so. Um, but other than that, it's, yeah, it's the same weird kind of circumstances, and murder plots, and stuff like that, and it's um, just like, Okay, this definitely doesn't make sense in a real-world context. Mm. <laughs> and it is like some kind of logical loopholes and leaps that you have to make. But it's still, it's still you know, really fun and fascinating. And it's just, yeah, instead of doing like, I don't know, a normal grid logic puzzle, could do this instead. So. Okay. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Very good. Nice. Um, I think it was... £4.49 and yeah it's literally like one of the quickest purchases I've ever made mm-hmm. usually like I, I think about something it's like mm, it's like no done just yeah, yeah. <laughs> done. it's um, like when you see that Vampire so, yeah. Survivors DLC even if you never think yeah. you're actually going <laughs> to experience any of it you're just like yeah 80p that's yeah. fine have it like yep. well, you know maybe yep, not quite absolutely. 80p but yeah um, mm-hmm. yeah 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 one of those good yeah. good Shall I move straight into the not so new but newish game? Yeah, absolutely. I guess it's absolutely. new. I'm going to call it new. It is okay, new. It came pretty out new. Last week, or the week before, I don't know. Um, Blasphemous Two, which also probably don't need to spend much time talking about because I'm pretty early on, mm-hmm. and it is just more Blasphemous. Sure. <laughs> which I'm more than happy with. Um, you know, I'm still uh, the penitent one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, penitente and all that mm. stuff and all this, you know, religious imagery. It, it, I still don't know what's going on. Um, some weird babies crawling about on people and stuff like that. And it's just like, <laughs> yeah, it's it's still, still, still weird and wonderful. Um, um as a uh, a quick kind of uh, lead into the second game. Mm. Does it come straight off of where the first game finished? Because I, I didn't. I couldn't tell you. Right. Okay. Because <laughs> I don't understand anything that happens in those games. I think. I think in the last game at the end, you like crawl up a mountain of salt people and turn into salt yourself, right. and then in this one, you're just like resurrected out of some crypt. I mean, it looks like the exact same guy. I, I think that's the whole point that these people are just clones of one another. It's right. Like okay. The same person trying to repent over and over mm-hmm. again it's like just don't work or something did he put but, his um, blood filled hat on again he's just like yeah no but someone did like impale themselves um you know the whole sword through the chest kind of uh what do they call that in is it harikari in japan or something like that but anyway yeah i don't know i, I don't think it matters <laughs> i don't know it's it's it's, it's it's weird. And it's like, I, I, well, I've got this Spanish like uh, voice acting on. I read nice. through everything. Apart from like, all the little minor little lore bits, because I'm just like, I just want to get back to playing the game. Mm. But it's like, you know. Um, I, I think what's different about this one is like the art in the cutscenes. I think, I'm trying to recall, I think the first game was like, it was still in that pixelated art style. 
think in this one it's a bit more like anime looking, oh, like really? uh, like uh, art in the cutscenes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, which I think I preferred the first one how they looked. I mean, it's it, it's still really be- beautiful and the art's great, but I think I liked like the you know that very. It looked more disconcerting mm. when it was in that pixelated art style, um, whereas this is the art is just a lot more clean and everything like that. But I mean, it's it's not it's not a you know negative of the game; mm-hmm. it's just something different. Um, uh, so yeah, I think that's literally the only difference that I've realised because much of it is the same. Um, you know, two D side scroller, Metroidvania, um, obviously they've changed things in the abilities that you get um and the weapons i think i think you can start with one of three weapons but i'm not sure okay. because because i somehow picked up one of the weapons that i didn't pick like later on in the game and that's like kind of unlocked a new uh ability a traversal ability for me so i don't know exactly mm. what's going on there I don't know if that's different, say if I picked up that particular weapon, then I would go through the game differently, or have mm. that ability... I, I, don't, I don't think so. I, I, I don't know. I think it may just be like, you know, whichever weapon you pick, it doesn't matter, and the next weapon you encounter always unlocks that ab- ability for you. Sure. I'm not sure. Um, don't quote me on it. I, I think one of the, um, thing, the good things about the first game was that it mm-hmm. almost allowed you to sort of explore wherever you wanted to. That mm-hmm. it, 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 it is a Metroidvania in its sort of side-scrolling combat exploration type elements, but it doesn't really mm-hmm. close anything off ability-wise no. no. in the first game. No. You know, you don't need a double jump. You don't need X, Y, or Z to, to, to be able to progress through. And when I got to a point, I could either climb, you know, start climbing the mountain and go into the snow mm-hmm. bits, which was really fucking hard because the wind just blew you around everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or you could go underground and do a few bits there. Or you could go to the church and progress through that sort of way. You know, it felt quite open. So it's interesting to yeah. see that yeah. there's maybe not, uh, uh, maybe the traversal abilities, or hopefully you think the traversal abilities still allow you to have that open nature to it. But it's not like, oh, I picked the hammer, so yeah. I just can't go this way until I get something else. No. Perhaps, but... Yeah, yeah. as you say, you, you're very much right. It, it, it's more structured in terms of its, um, uh, like, gate-locking Metroidvania right. style in the second game rather than the first game. first game was like, yeah, it was more of a soulsy. Um, like okay, I've un- I've got I reached the top of this tower now. I can just let the ladder down, kind of thing. Yes, <laughs> so yeah, I have to yeah. go through all of it. It was much more that than than this. But the, I have seen things in the world where it's like okay, I clearly don't have that ability yet. Okay, um, which is more enticing, and you know, um, be like, oh, I want to come back there. I wonder what's there. But um, it's just dependent on with all these games how good is. How boring, should I say, or monotonous <laughs> is the the backtracking going to be? But um, yeah. we'll see. As I say, I'm still only on. I've, I've only just defeated the first of. I think it's four, four bosses. I think it's like three bosses, and they got like 
there's some guy sitting on top of them, like the henchman, like kind of free henchman and like a you know the capo at the top mm-hmm. or something. Um, so I've defeated one of the free henchmen. Um, and yeah, it was it was it was a decently challenging boss fight. Um, like it took me about five tries, but okay. I felt like so far the rest of the game is quite easy. Right. Easier than the first. Um, I have died a couple of times, of course, but I, I don't know. Is it, is it? Am I sick? Am I getting better at these games? <laughs> Mate, I, I, I mean, I feel like I'm getting worse at games. Uh, like reaction oh, times yeah. and, and stuff like that are just are just <laughs> dropping off very slightly. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think if I, you know, Blasphemous, I found a little bit difficult. Um, mm-hmm. I yeah. think the second one, I think I'd just be like, nope. Absolutely no! I'm just shit now. I'm just shit at games now. <laughs> I, I think I think I think the second one is easier at least so far. Mm. Don't know how what the curve is later on. And I think just giving you more weapon abilities and um, like all these buffs and stuff like that, I think that will make it easier and more, you know, tailorable. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm enjoying like the the. Um, like you have this mana meter, and it's like you got this secondary ability, like like one that's like a quite a you know big damage uh, effect, and one that's just like a quick one that you can spam. Obviously, the one that does big damage takes more mana, and then to get back that mana back, you have to kill more enemies, and right. um, it slowly builds back up. But yeah, just um, it's sort of got like these. Gosh, which Castlevania is it? Is it like Aria of Sorrow or something like that? One, I think it's one of the GBA ones, where it's um, you got like these, well, they're sort of like tablets, you know, stone tablets mm-hmm. rather than cards. But it, you can like mix and match all these uh, passive abilities. Nice. And so, um, yeah, it'll be good just like tinkering with those, see see what I, I vibe with. Um, but yeah, it's 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 good. I mean, it's not going to set the world alight. Um, but for people who liked the first game, I'm really happy so far. <laughs> it's just it's just yeah, I, I love these games, and it's like I think I am like sick <laughs> with this Metroidvania. No, I mean, because it's like I know where all the save points are going to be. <laughs> like it's like it's like okay, I'm low on health. Okay, I know it's not going to be. To the right, I know it's going to be to the left because I looked at the map. I know where it's going to be. Or this just feels right. It's like a sixth sense, and mm. it's just intuition at this point. Um, so I don't know. Maybe it's hard as hell, and I just can't tell. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, but, it, um, it, it's the yeah. it's the kind of game that, or at least Blasphemous was the kind of game that you always wanted more of that sort of style right mm. the, the, the kind of the we, we don't get many games which have this like religious undertone to it um that or at least that don't necessarily takes it seriously but in a very uh okay, i was gonna I say cartoony right. but, but overt yeah overt, like yeah um, religious because like i guess you could say like the souls games have like religious undertone but this is just like 
very overt yes in yeah. your face kind of very much kind of very much mm-hmm. there was that yeah. um very short uh experience from deconstruct team um mm-hmm. i can never i'll never remember the name of it, it, it loads of deconstruct team names yeah, are ridiculous um but that you are this like <laughs> collect like soul collector or something like that aren't you and, and mm. you're kind of wandering around that had the same kind of mm. religious undertone sort of to it there's only very yeah. small experiences Spanish as well yeah that we yeah <laughs> <laughs> to be a Spanish, it's just the Spanish. Um, but we, 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 it's good that there is this continuation that they didn't move on and do something completely different that is in a completely mm-hmm. different tone to uh, to the first yeah. game. Yeah. Um, but in terms of it being kind of more of the same, it, it's kind of both a, a benefit and a boon, isn't it? Because mm-hmm. you could just go and play the first game. It's like three quid mm-hmm. on every platform. Um, mm-hmm. Or you could play the new one, which is, I suppose, closer to 15 or 20, something like that. Um, yeah. And maybe it doesn't quite do enough, but hopefully we'll return to it in a couple of weeks and see kind of where we oh, yeah. fall on that. Yeah, I mean, I'll keep plugging away at this. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's, it, it's nice to see because I remember reading um, that the developer was like close to going under i think um, right they had gosh was it a kickstarter game um which was a point and click game again quite religious quite things to do with like the occult and stuff mm. like that um and i enjoyed it but i don't think it was a big seller for them mm-hmm. and i think uh it was basically um ride or die <laughs> on on blasphemous and you know it did well and it's, it's good to see that, it, yeah, it could have just completely gone the other way, but um, fortunately, they're still around, they're still making very good, good games. Good. So, um, I, yeah. I did just try and uh, click on the developer um, the on kitchen? Steam, the game kitchen, but um, yeah. it unfortunately takes you to the Team 17 page, because they've, uh, they've Team right, 17 yeah. have published both the, mm-hmm. the first and the second game, um, mm-hmm. so it doesn't, uh, doesn't take you to their page to see any other games that they have. Uh, uh, put out so you have to do an internet search for that one which is obviously absolutely fine Um, but uh, yeah it'd be interesting to see having played Rogue Legacy 2 as well and seeing the differences between those two games and kind of Mm -hmm. the improvements that it's Mm -hmm. made to see how this stacks up in that kind of way Um, and I think the game I'm going to talk about again is is a sequel to an indie game Um, but that maybe is doing a very, very similar thing to the mm-hmm. first. Um, before I jump in, is there any sort of final thoughts on, on Blasphemous 2? Um, I just looked at their website. I remember wanting to watch this before, which is the making of the first Blasphemous Ooh. documentary. I think that used to be behind a paywall, maybe. I don't know. Okay. Um, but it's free on YouTube now. Nice. So I will uh, put that on my watch later list. Perfect. Uh, cool. Yeah. Um. No. 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 No thoughts. Uh. More thoughts as of this time. Yeah. yeah. Possibly next week or the week after. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Um. I'll talk then. Uh. A little bit about Oxenfree Two. Mm. Uh. Mm. A game which I am very much enjoying. Um. I really like the first game. Uh. The the kind of. It, it's it's my wheelhouse, absolutely my wheelhouse. That kind yeah. of sci-fi kind of uh, tone to it, that sort of almost like 80s vibe to sort of things. Um, 
Oxenfree 2 builds on that, right? It's got the same kind of tone to it, but it introduces new characters. It's not necessarily a direct sequel. It's not a continuation of the story of the characters from the first game. It's it's set about five or six years after um, and mm-hmm. introduces new characters. Um, but those characters are that little bit older. They're in their 30s. Um, oh, so it's yeah, it, it shifts from kind of that uh, coming of age kind of teen story to uh, almost the almost the coming of age uh, adult story. Um, the characters are kind of a little bit, you know, uh, not down on their luck as such, but a little bit kind of like they floated around a bit. They haven't really stuck with anything. Um, the main character, she's come back to the island. Um, because she she's floated around and she hasn't really known what to do. Um, it's not set on the first island. It's set on an island next to it, basically. You can see the first island mm-hmm. in the background a lot. Um, but it, it kicks straight in with the kind of sci-fi spooky vibes. Uh, those, those sort of paranormal elements. And it, it, it plays on the um, same kind of mechanics as the first game. You know, it's all about radio signals being able to tune in sort of radio signals to, to, to do things and, and shift through time and that kind of stuff. And it launches you into this really, really quickly. Uh, you know, the, the first sequence is sort of a bop through time or the, the main character kind of experiencing a few different uh, loops of, uh, of the same kind of thing. And I think it does a very good job of giving you the tone instantly and being like, this is what the game is like. It ain't going to be no. It, this this is it, you know. If you don't enjoy the first thirty minutes of this game, you're not going to enjoy the rest of it. You know, mm-hmm. check out now. Don't worry about it. Absolutely fine. Uh, but it will continue on in this kind of vein, and I think it's something that I've grasped onto more than the first game because I'm in a bit yeah. more of a relatable position to the kind of the, the, the slightly older cast of characters. Let's say, um, being or having been at that kind of point in in life in my early 30s or like sort of mid 20s you know that kind of period being like yeah i'm just floating around hanging out and doing stuff without really kind of solidifying anything in my life sort of like <laughs> yes i get this i understand completely oh shit you're experiencing this but now you're thrown into this absolutely insane like paranormal sci-fi experience and the characters are great because they're written really really well they're constantly questioning everything. They're like, did that just happen? And then they'll talk to another character and the character's like, I've just experienced this really weird thing. And then your character will be like, I've experienced this thing. They don't elaborate on it too much. Like if you were in conversation with someone, and I think Night, uh, Night School Studios, I think it is, who makes the game. I think they're very good at writing conversation. Like it's one of the best yeah, things. Night, night school. School, yeah, it's yeah. one of the best things about the game. Like the conversations between the character feel very natural. They don't feel like it's overacted. They don't. It doesn't feel like it's kind of overwritten. It doesn't feel like it is a like like let's say like a theatre performance where everything is expressed very largely and that you have to explain everything. There's lots of nuance in the writing and it's all left a little bit to uh, or certain things are left to interpretation dependent on the choice that you kind of give the, the response that you give because there is a, a level of choice in this you know you can pick one of three responses to to, to mm-hmm. answer kind of questions and things like that so I, I think it's very very well written and it is a a really good 
sequel to the first game without being like a direct sequel, you know. Um, yeah. So I, it, I'm still looking for ways to play. <laughs> I, I like I don't know if you can on. I mean, they said that they were going to test streaming, but I can't. It's just a mess. It's just like. How do you even find these things? It's impossible. I've been googling whilst you've been talking. It's just like it's impossible. 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 Well, impossible in what sort of way? To find anything. <laughs> like, uh, I just want to be like it says that. Um, oh, Netflix uh, as part of this. We're rolling out a limited beta test. Mm. This was on the fourteenth of August. I. I don't know if it's still available. I don't know where you could possibly find this. It's not in the app. <laughs> of course it's it isn't. It's not <laughs> on Google. Well, well the, I should say the the site. Mm. Um, it's not on... <laughs> I understand why they're making a Love is Blind game now. Because they're just... They're like, oh, we couldn't advertise games to the gamers mm. and it's like you could have you were just very bad at it yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> and it, it is a bit of a nightmare being like okay let me search into the breach on my apple store because i can't just download it go into the app and download it from there yeah um, maybe that's just a quirk of the apple store but either, whatever Searching for it on the, on the App Store, for games on the App Store, is already a nightmare. <laughs> and now you've got the added yeah, barrier in front of it. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and it's just like, if they if they just made it in a much simpler way, um, like even, gosh, I can't even remember what the Google Cloud offering was called. What was uh, Stadia. It? You have the controller. Yes, yeah, Stadia. Mm. At least, I'm sure that was like, very easy, you know, SEO, just type Google Stadia and the games were there and you knew where to go and could just easily start playing them. This is, it just feels like there's too many barriers. Mm. Um, and I think, I think that's probably why it looks like they're pivoting. Like instead of making real games for the real gamers, let's just make some uh, app store tat that looks well, have you seen that love is blind game i've not seen it i know that yeah i know uh, there is one yeah. kind of uh, coming out but and i think we talked about this yeah. briefly uh, last week when we were talking about we did. Uh, kind of the netflix offering like mm-hmm. i can see them putting out games like oxenfree 2 but making them available everywhere not maybe not everywhere but at least on steam still being sort of pc playable it's not just kind of mobile right, uh, game whereas then like love is blind or something of that nature maybe being tied to mobile instead of it being ported around or, or, or built even built as a, as a different sort of game around from the ground up for different platforms because i i would imagine oxenfree 2 is on console as well um I can't see them wanting to, you know, with it being a sequel to a game that was available everywhere, for them to lock it off on you know mm. specific kind of platforms, um, and it's published by Netflix. Like it's not that it just happens to be on, uh, uh, you know, Netflix have brought the rights to have it on um, mobile as well through their mm-hmm. app. Mm-hmm. They have published it on Steam stuff as well. So I think the strategy 
for that makes sense. Like, yes, here is a here is a bigger game which is more gamey than the other stuff that we're putting out. Uh, let's get it on everything. Let, let's push it, even mm-hmm. though we might not advertise it on our kind of our our platforms on mobile and that sort of stuff. And they don't really advertise games at all on their on their platform. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it'd be interesting to see what they do with stuff going forward, and if then. You know, hopefully they don't go the way of Stadia and be like, "Cool, we've brought all of these studios, or we've bought the rights to the yeah, games that the studios are making, and now we're just going to mm-hmm. shutter it all." Sorry, yeah. Here, you know, fuck it. Like, um, like, like it's just happened with Volition as well. Uh, you know, I know. It, it's absolutely nuts know. that a studio of twenty plus years with a bunch of games behind them, just like, nah, sorry, you're closed. You know, yes, your last game was a bit middling and it wasn't very good. And, the writing was on the wall. Though. But, you knew it was. You, you knew if that Saints Row wasn't didn't hit, you know it'd be like, well, they best they're, they're getting their P forty five post in like. But it's insane. It's these soon. You know, it's, it's. I don't know whether it's Netflix necessarily as a company, but Google Stadia, Google were very quick to drop it and just be like, cool, buy everybody. <sighs> Just, just all of these studios yeah. that we are now funding. Then we're not doing that anymore. Um, yeah. And you know, embrace a group, bigger publishers, who are just like we've just got a re- yeah, we've lost some money. We just because you know, our, our same as what's happened. If if anyone listens um, to uh, Remap Radio, which was Waypoint, uh, which we've spoken about previously, uh, which was a Vice podcast. If anyone's listened and kept kept up with the news on what kind of vices has done um, and essentially said, we've got no money, but given their uh, uh, executives absolutely insane bonuses and, and things. Like, it, it's that kind of skeevy sort of behavior, which you sort of think, well, you know, one CEO's salary would have paid for that studio. The You know, the bonus would have given another year's worth of salary to that team of people instead yeah. um and it's these kind it, of it, it's, it's disgusting it is and it's the i think it's the biggest issue with the idea that we were talking about maybe last year 18 months ago when the uh whole topic of consolidation kind of popped up mm-hmm. and it's so easy now for studios to kind of go oh great yeah you want to buy us absolutely we, you know we want a big injection of cash and we want that bit of security but in a way if your game doesn't hit, you are potentially just for the chopping block. You know, they yeah. can just be like, "Cool, we're restructuring." If you want, if you know, we've got ten positions open at this other studio. If ten of you know your team of sixty want to come over, the rest of you see you later. Uh, and it's just, it's just not good. So, I hope there's you know, like Night School have oh, got yeah, good protections in place when they join someone like Netflix that, 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 that actually and unionization would help this a little bit and stuff but that they they have written into their contracts when they're bought out like you cannot just fucking dump us <laughs> you know yeah. even if our game sells three copies we are here for at least a couple of titles um mm. and then we have the option to take the name with us if you decide you don't want to have us anymore sort of thing so there's you know, tons of stuff that that, that people can do to sort of protect themselves hopefully uh, but the the game itself Oxenfree 2 uh i really enjoy uh, uh yeah, as i said at the yeah. start i think i'm about uh steam says 5.8 hours so oh, i'm nearly cool. six hours into it i think it's about a seven or eight hour game i would say okay. i think okay. i'm probably uh, uh uh towards the final act i would say well i would imagine i am right at the end of the second 
act. Um, I'm about to do kind of a task, which is the big objective. Um, and again, another good thing about Oxenfree 2 over the first game is that the map is that little bit bigger, but it's not mm. like too big. It isn't too expansive. It isn't too big. You, okay. you can get where you need to go very easily uh, and move through the environment very easily. And I'm, uh, you'll, you'll pick up kind of, as people play the game, um, you have to put transmitters around the, the island that you're on. And I'm about to put the third, uh, well, it's the fourth, but it's the third of the ones that are part right. of the objective. Um, and I've got to the point where I'm just about to, to put it up, but I had to, to stop the game at that point. And I would imagine that's the end of the second act and there's that little bit mm. left towards the end because all of the mystery is starting to unravel uh, around why stuff is happening on the island. Um, characters have started to kind of spill their guts a little bit more about why stuff is happening and, and, and things. So it's it's all opening up quite nicely. As I say, because yeah. cause Night School have just seemed to write conversation really, really well, it's a joy to progress that and to, to, to experience those discussions that the characters kind of have. Um, so yeah. it is, it, it's, it's pulling me along very nicely. I really want to play this now. Just Well, I was looking at uh, Night School's uh, website and that seems like the easiest place to find out where they... <laughs> have the, their games um, it actually gives you the link to the Netflix at least the Google mm. uh, Play Store link so um, but yeah just looking at the screenshots and having a look at like little mini dioramas in that game it's just like mm, I want to play it and yeah just mm, the mystery and the intrigue yeah maybe I'll just um, launch it on my phone and Get me glasses on and squint. <laughs> How big's the text? <laughs> um, it's big. It's quite big. So if you okay. see sort of, uh, um, it, it's very similar to the first game in that those mm-hmm. those 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 kind of like dialogue bubbles. options come up as as speech bubbles, and it'll be three big ones around the mm-hmm. around the character. Um, so I think it, it should be, be quite doable, easy uh, on a you know on a, a five and a half six inch screen. To be able yeah. to uh, to yeah, see that like kind of four stuff. and all. <laughs> I got the little iPhone because I'm, I'm a scrub. Did you ever play um, their kind of game in between the, um, the space game, the oxen free games? Then they they did one where it was like uh, like party? It, yes, that sounds right. After party. Um, it was all to do with like drinks and the devil and stuff like that. Yeah. If I remember rightly, but I never yeah. uh, never played it. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that one. Mm. Um, and there was a next stop to nowhere, which was a, like a space, not Firefly-esque, it's way more light-hearted and okay. cartoonish than that. That was very buggy, um, but I still enjoyed it. I still enjoyed like the characters. Yeah, what they do best is like even if the game, like After Party, even if the gameplay isn't the best or the most intriguing um the characters and the mm. the um uh, just the dialogue in between them and the interpersonal connections all these characters have is just it, it's top notch um yeah yeah absolutely yeah, and, and that mr robot game i was thinking of rewatching that um because i don't remember what like I own it on like iTunes for some reason. <laughs> it's just like I don't. I was like, oh yeah, and I don't remember anything about that show. So I might rewatch that. 
Um, and then play the nice cool Mr. Robot game. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, yeah. The, gosh, I've played all their games apart from Oxen Free 2 then. And the Mr. Robot game. Mm. I, I had no idea they made a Mr. Robot game. I, I think I... I don't think I finished that series. I think I watched the first season and some mm-hmm. of the second, but maybe never actually finished out. Um, yeah, I, I don't think I watched the second series. Mm. Well, um, that would be interesting to play. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, After Party was... It was on Game Pass. Um, oh, okay. I played it. Um, oh, and that next stop nowhere was... Was that before they were acquired by Netflix? Because that was on Apple Arcade. Oh, I would imagine so, maybe an Apple Arcade exclusive. Yeah. I'll go back to their site. Yeah, I've there. I've just typed in next stop on Steam and yeah. there is nothing. Yeah, it's Apple Arcade mm. only. Um, yeah, as I say, buggy as hell, but I I, I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, the, and the voice acting in there gave me. Really oh, absolutely! It, it's one thing yeah. for Oxen Free Two as well. The voice acting is really really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. um, again, it's those characters that that sort of pull you along through it. Definitely. Yeah. And you want to know yeah. more about them. You want to experience the story with them. You want to follow them through uh, and see kind of how their story uh, pans out. And again, it isn't you know that the story is interesting in Oxenfree Two because it is it's both the character that you're playing story, but also uh, not quite the antagonist, but mm. it's still kind of like their story as well. Or at least the things that you're doing impact on their kind of story as you're running through, and you 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 get both of these. You experience both of these as the as the game kind of progresses. So it's interesting that they've kind of got this uh, kind of your character is impact is actually the story you're experiencing for your character that you're playing, the decisions you're making are impacting on this other character quite heavily, and it's actually her story which is maybe a little bit more interesting. Um, yeah, and, and and what that character's experience and what character that character's trying to do, that you're then having this kind of impact on. So there's this nice duality between these two sort of characters and the experiences that they're having through this uh, through this game that uh, are kind of not necessarily battle with each other, but at least the point that I've got, it is very much a protagonist and an antagonist kind of relationship between them. That's interesting because. Um... Because in the first game, it's literally just the ghosties, and it's like they're just very ethereal, and they Mm. don't necessarily have a voice, and they're just messing with you through the radio. So that's interesting that it has that kind of dichotomy in the second game. Yeah, yeah, very much. I'm I'm literally like going to the app store and don't (laughs) no wait do I download Netflix? No, I download the game. Download the game. Yes. Yes. So, so uh, yeah, you've got me uh, in the mood for Oxen Free. Good, good. Uh, as I hope, I've got lots of people because it is very good. It's very, very well made. Um, it looks a little bit better than the first game, again, but that's maybe more because technology has moved on. It's a very similar kind of style, but there's maybe just a little bit more going on on the screen with the with the second game than there is with the first. 
uh, animations are maybe just a little bit smoother as well. That kind of that kind of stuff. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's really really similar in in its um, yeah. in in both its its tone and its aesthetic to the um, to the first game. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Uh, big big thumbs up from me. I'd imagine I've got about an hour left or something yeah. like that. So uh, you know, maybe I'll report back next week to let you know if it's sort of stuck the landing. Um, mm. I'm just hoping it will work with. Oh, God, you see, this is so dumb because I, I don't know if it's going to work with like a Bluetooth controller. Ooh, I don't know. I don't know. I am using the Stadia controller on PC. Uh, but that's PC, and it's a reasonable platform. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That isn't oh Netflix and the worst of uh, closed gardens. <laughs> Apple, that you're having to contend with. So try and connect. We'll try and connect your we'll Google see. Stadia control panel to your Apple iPhone. And see how well you <sighs> get on. Um, I'll just get, end up getting so frustrated and just probably just ended up buying it on Steam. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's probably. I will, as a final point this week, before we jump back into beers, just mention uh, I finished Somerville. Mm-hmm. Uh, I finished it the morning after we discussed it, so I was, I was really close to the end when we were talking about it. Um, and I said, very foolishly, oh, I'll, just, I'll just experience the end of the game, and I won't look at all of the different endings that you can get, because I really disliked the ending that I got. Like nope, oh, really? nope. Don't want that as my ending for the oh, characters. Really? Um, and unfortunately, the decision on what ending you get comes down to mm-hmm. essentially the last puzzle of the game uh, and the way that you respond. Uh, you would have no idea. No. You would have no idea. It's really, really difficult to see uh, and and know yeah. what to kind of get. And the the ending that I wanted, like the way that I wanted that story to finish was the most convoluted and difficult to go through. So, yeah, the game was, was yeah. I really enjoyed it, but that kind of just pulls it down very slightly. You know, that there yeah. isn't, a, there it is an impact. In your mm, mm, mm. Yeah, very much. Um, but, what didn't leave a bad taste in my mouth, what opened up more as I drank it was the beer this evening. Mm. Uh, Envy Not the Light from Wylam. Um, it opened up a lot more as I drank. And I'm getting um, definitely grapefruit. That, that that pushes through a little bit more. But maybe the sweetness is um, a little bit orange. I feel like I'm getting maybe orange and, and a very sweet kind of orange. I don't know if it's blood orange or, or something like that. But it's a really sort of... It's very sweet. Um, but tied in with that uh, that grapefruit, it makes it feel like it's maybe a little bit more bitter, like a blood orange rather than like a clementine or, or, or something like that. Um, but it, it opened up that little bit more, that sweetness led very nicely into sort of the bitterness, rather than it just being mm, this is kind of a bit of a middling sort of bitterness. It, it, it just kind of presented itself more and more, and those flavours just opened more and more as I as I drank it. So it's actually really nice. Mm. <laughs> um, oh, okay. So uh, uh, the the second That's half was good. much better than the first half. I I don't know what's impacted on that. Um, I, I did have a beer earlier. It could be but temperature. Yeah, it could be temperature. I had a beer earlier, but that was at least you know an hour hour and a half ago. Um, I don't have a uh, a date on this. Um, so I can't tell you kind of when it was uh, brewed, how old it is, or, or anything like that. Um, but yeah, 
uh, actually very enjoyable. Good, good. Uh, and, and and the Brulo Lucy obviously was very flavorful when you when you first cracked it. How yeah. is it now? Yeah, um, I think mine has gone the opposite direction mm. of you and only slightly tapered down. Okay. I think it's maybe I wish the bitterness like that kind of piffy I guess that's a completely different word that piff like bitterness I wish that merged with like the sweetness that this has gone got in it okay. a bit more um, I feel quite distinct and it is I think it is quite sweet because it's like after I finish it it's like I can just feel a little bit of sugar on my teeth and it's like oh. it's a little bit maybe sweeter than I like and it's like mm-hmm. but at the same time it's got that bitterness and I just think those should harmonise a bit better. Okay. Um, but otherwise, it's it, it was it's decent. Um, as I say, like, not the fact that I'm measuring this up against like what I want from a normal beer is, to be honest, nothing but praise. Absolutely. Like, how you know how much I, you know, esteem these non non alcoholic beers because, mm. I mean, yeah, harking all the way back to. January, which feels like yesterday, but um, eight months ago, um, <laughs> yeah, there was some, there was some, uh, there was some no nos in that pile. So um, absolutely, yeah, these, these are good. These are good. I think I think um, last week's was more enjoyable, but this was, it's not like this was poured down the sink kind of sure. beer. Nowhere near. Yeah. Nowhere near. So so yeah. Very good. Good. Very good. Good. It would be nice to see Brulo getting into the say like the supermarket that little bit more because actually the, yeah, the sort of the alcohol free ranges, at least in Morrison's or the Morrison's near me, is quite sort of pitiful. Uh, yeah, there's maybe like five or six beers. Four of them are Brewdog ones. Yeah. Uh yeah. maybe maybe not I've quite only that. Ever seen yeah. like one or two different mash gang ones in there. Yes. Yeah, I think there's a Northern Monk beer. Um there's there's several mm. kind of uh Brewdog beers, um but then there's there's one Brulo, there's the Lucky Saint, there's and then there's the branded the the big boy uh yeah. big macro Which kind of beers I will not the go ones. Yeah. And I've never those have to taste awful. It, it, it's one of those someone always says that alcohol free Guinness tastes almost exactly the same. Um, I've never tried I'd it. Try I don't know. That's come from someone else. Um, I always kind of think, you know, want the experiment, but you can only buy it in like a four pack. I don't want four of them. I just want one, just to see what's <laughs> yeah, like. Yeah, you know, I don't want. Yeah, there's no four. point me pouring the other three down. Exactly. Exactly. Listener, if you have had good alcohol-free beers, including the Guinness, and you want to tell us. Uh, what you think about it, you can at Tanked Up Cast on the socials. You can go to outoflives.net, which is now working again. Hooray! Um, and uh, Adol managed to sort out all of the technical snafus that we were uh, that we were experiencing. So the podcast is going up again on your podcast service of choice. So if you would very kindly rate and review us on that, that's really, really helpful in getting us out to more people. Um if you're one of those people who watch us on YouTube, we we've been there for the last month, um, only only just. But we have been there, and you can go to the Out of Lives page over there as well, or come and watch us. Usually every Thursday, but this week Friday on Twitch, and that's Out of Lives Network as well. I'm at Nova underscore forty seven. Lucy is juicy loose nine and you can hit either of us up to get a link to the discord as well come and chat to us about beer and games whenever you fancy 
Uh, I think that's all the places. That's the beers. That's the games. Uh, Lucy, do you have any final thoughts this week? Anything to sign us out with? Um, best start downloading Starfield from there because that is a hundred gig. Uh, wow, is it? Mm, yeah, I've downloaded mine over the course of a few days. Right. Only to be probably uninstalled when it's like, oh no, I have no space. What haven't I played? <laughs> no. Uh, and there's no way I'm deleting hard Hitman 3 off my card. Um, <laughs> no, no. Or instantly yeah. uninstalled when you get into the game and no one's got a face. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, uh, the patch isn't <laughs> released for me. And it's like, what do I do? It's like, uninstall. And, yeah, I think that happened with... Um, uh, no, the worst was uh, gosh, what's called Microsoft Flight Simulator on my PC. That was arduous, uh, um, yeah, to yeah. say the least, because that was a hundred gig. Um, Ooh. Yeah. Well, it, it, but Xbox downloads are pretty good. Yeah, so like pretty quick. Yeah. So. and I would imagine it's maybe slightly more optimized for for Xbox yeah. as well. So you might not experience quite as many bugs as I've seen. <laughs> Coming out over the last sort of few hours oh, that, that people Ooh. have been experiencing. I want to um, see the uh, gifs and the um, mm. compilations. Oh, I love it! I love a buggy. <laughs> so I'm so quaint about them. I mean, but Bethesda <laughs> is Bethesda, isn't it? So uh, yeah, yeah you, you kind of know what you're going to be getting into uh, with I... their big releases. Brilliant! Um, I don't want a patch. I want the broken version. I want the no face completely. run. No, so every <laughs> single character just, just eyes yeah. floating yeah. in the, in the air. Um, yeah. I mean, it adds to it, doesn't it? It's like well, it's not people. It's just aliens. All aliens. <laughs> all an alien race it's in space, right? It's all alien race. They're just eyes. Uh, eyes with like suits of you know space suits and shit like that. Uh, but yeah, return to us maybe next week to hear some initial thoughts about Starfield if Lucy's download has uh, all gone well and it's all patched and ready to play over the next few days. Um, we will cover. I, th- I that think it's um, only early access people get it. Uh, oh, I was like, when does it come out? And they were like. Uh, was it the 6th or 7th for everybody else? Is it? It's next week? Oh, I thought it was today. Apparently for early access. Okay, okay, fine. If you bought the game, which is probably hundreds and thousands and millions sure. of people. Um, yeah, but I'm playing it for free Interesting, on interesting yeah, that so... they've started doing that. It's almost a timed yeah. uh, 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 kind of, or, uh, as you say, early access if you want to purchase the game. Yeah. Or everyone on Game Gosh. Pass gets it that week later. It's not day and date anymore, then. I guess not, technically. I th- they've definitely done it for other games. Yeah. I they've do- done it for Forza's, maybe yeah. Gears, maybe Halo. So I think it's been around for quite some mm. time. But, I mean, I-, I don't think anyone's complaining. It's like, buy the game, we'll get it for free a few days later. Yeah. It's a no-brainer for some Would you like people. to play game for free? Yes. Then please wait yes. one moment. Okay. Yeah. Fine. Uh, six days is not a lot in the space of. <laughs> How much opportunity do you yeah. get to play games in in six days anyway? Like maybe three times. It's fine. Yeah. I can wait. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. yeah. Some people are like dead excited for it. I understand mm-hmm. it. Like people take time off work and stuff like. That. I I completely get that. Mm-hmm. You know, especially for a big tentpole game like this. It's like completely understand. But for me, yeah, I'll just wait. Yeah. Fair. Fair. Yeah. Uh, good. Uh, so that is us. 
this week. Thank you very much for joining us. We've been tanked up, and we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. Ciao. www.outoflives.net